playing online and on smart devices. Now on London Scotty Radio, it's podcast time. I'm George Matlock. Welcome to London Scotty Radio and this the third Scotty MOT. Here we talk about all manner of Scotty health issues to ensure yours remains tip-top. Today we welcome back Jackie Ash from Ashgate Grooming and Kennels in Somerset and a very good uh, day to you. Hello, thank you for inviting me back. It's great to have you back uh, and your, your, your second time on Scotty MOT. <laughs> So um, uh, see how we get on today. So we, you're on once a month, just so everybody knows. Um, and uh, last month, uh, we talked about hand stripping and the, the way the industry is changing and evolving. Um, yes. it, it's a service that you obviously provide at your, at your company. Um, mm. And of course, it's probably fair to say that um, that means that you get to see a fair few skin conditions around Scotties. Yes, we do. Um, luckily, they're not one of the breeds which do suffer as, as much as some others, but we certainly do see it. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do by, by continuing to hand strip is to, um, to preserve that skin and to help with those conditions. But mm. that could be one of the reasons why people trim in different ways, because it would be unfair on the dog to do if they have got a bad skin condition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we have, in fact, a question that's landed this week. Uh, one question from Albert in East London, who tells us that he's got a seven-year-old Scotty. Recently, his dog has developed a weird green mucus around his lips, his beard, and beneath his tail. Um, well, at least he was modest about that. Um, now, this is an interesting problem. Have you ever come across anything like that? I haven't seen it, no. Um, we do get Scotties that have um, what I would call crustiness around their mouths, um, and that's usually a problem with diet. Um, basically, it's the saliva pH has gone wrong, and so therefore they're salivating a little bit more than they should be, and because mm -hmm. the pH is wrong, it's, it's crusting on the, on the skin. I haven't actually seen, you know, green saliva or you know, or the other end, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, it sounds absolutely uh, like something out of Ghostbusters, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> it does sound it does. pretty, pretty it doesn't awful. doesn't sound very nice. No, it doesn't did sound it? very nice. I don't, no, we don't have any more details. Whether it was, no, did they say whether it was bothering the dog or whether it was just something not, that was Apparently there? not. Just, just there, just something that us yeah. humans notice and, and nobody else seems to, tear, to, right. to care much of about. Well, so. I, mean, my, I mean, my advice would certainly be, you know, the vet's, is the first point of call, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, as a, you know, a lay breeder, if you like, mm. um, I would certainly also look at diet because 90% of allergy problems are caused by diet. Um, and I was doing a lot of research actually this, <clears throat> this week for, you know, for my own benefit. And I was just appalled actually at the statistics mm. of increased the amount of skin problems um, caused by by complete diets or not you know because of the way it's processed should i say processed diets not complete diets yeah yeah um and i think that you know that would certainly be something i would ask you know or suggest that that owner looked at is is what they're feeding the dog it's ironic isn't it that uh, at a time when we're becoming ever more sophisticated in how we handle dogs and and as pets and you know we have all these 
formula foods and all kinds of things, processed as they often are, um, that we now have these this new sort of series of problems around around skin or, or allergies. Um, mm. We never had this when we gave dogs scraps. No. And the, the thing is, I mean, one of the things I don't know whether, you know, your listeners know is that they the processed food is heated to around 360 degrees and it's kept like that for a couple of hours and it comes out as a brown mush. Mm. And so everything that's in there has been completely processed out. So there is really no good goodness. But what's the worrying side about it is that the vitamins and minerals that the dogs need to be able to look after their own skin, their own immune system, um, they're just gone. And unless we add those back in, mm. then the dog is just not going to survive. I mean, the you know, just as a point of interest, and it's not Scotty's, but the average lifespan of a golden retriever 10 years ago used to be 17 years old. It is now 10 and a half years old. It's incredible. Absolutely so incredible. So that tells you something, we're doing something wrong. Mm, mm. Well, I, I hope that um, not just health consultants and, and pet owners, but also regulators are listening to this programme, that they take note mm. of some of this, because... Um, these are startling statistics. And I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're privy to them, I bet you there's a lot of other people in high places who are as well. So perhaps yeah, some kind absolutely. of action should be taken. I mean, this, these, yeah. these figures, yeah. you've obviously obtained them. Um, and, um, and I would have think that, that there are others out there who, could do, who, who should be taking note of this. Well, very interesting topic. And I'm sure it's one that we'll come back to in, uh, in, mm. the, in the series. But um, um, thank you very much to Albert. We, we don't know the name of the, the dog, by the way. Uh, but um, okay. we, we hope that um, his little four-legged uh, pooch is soon going to be on the mend and that it doesn't develop into anything that's irritable for his pet. Okay, yeah. so another topic that uh, uh, we want to uh, run by you is um, now this is probably something that keeps you up at night, I'm, I'm imagining, is that, um, that the worry that someone's going to drop off a pooch with you in the morning that's got fleas. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but how have... But how... Uh, is there a, a, you've got something of an unusual solution for this, haven't you, for controlling these pests? Well, we've, we've always, on our own Scotties and Westies, we've always used garlic. And I don't advocate you or anybody using just the garlic from the kitchen because there is a poisonous element to garlic for, for dogs. But you can get a specially prepared garlic tablet, um, buy them online, they're specific, excuse me, specifically for dogs. And if you give one of those a day to your dog, you'll find that it tends, makes the blood taste nasty, basically. And the fleas, when they bite and try to do what fleas do, they'll just drop off because they'll find something that's a bit tastier. Okay, interesting. <laughs> and we've been, we've been doing it for years, um, and we touch wood, we don't have a flea problem. Mm. Well, I have to say, I like, uh, I do like uh, garlic, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the minority. Well, they come... won't come near you either then, will no. they? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, it's been uh, great um, to, to, to have your thoughts there, um, uh, Jackie, as always. Um, and we just wanted to add as well that uh, Jackie uh, is not a qualified vet. These, these are her personal views, uh, but certainly uh, based on a lot of experience. So if uh, listeners, if you have a question for Jackie, be sure to visit londonscotty.club and to send it in using our contacts page. Jackie will be back in a month to answer your questions. Jackie Ash, 
Thanks for being a great advisor today on Scotty MOT. And see you in the new year. Aru, Aru in 2022. Yes, and wish everybody a happy Christmas and a COVID-free new year. Thank you very much. And the same to you and your family. All the very best. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to London Scotty Radio. This and all our podcasts are available online at londonscotty.club. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to us from your favourite podcast player app. Also visit us on YouTube for fun videos. And if you have a Scottish Terrier in London or nearby, be sure to join us.